It's one thing falling in love with a house, picturing yourself moving in and calling it home, and quite another navigating the world of price negotiating, mortgage lenders, and finding the budget that works best for you. An agent who's a Realtor can make understanding that world easier. Realtors have the expertise, access to proprietary data, and tools to help you get from imagining living somewhere to actually doing it. That's the kind of help we can provide. Because that's who we are. Realtors are members of the National Association of Realtors. Hey, real quick. This episode is brought to you by Progressive, where drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average. Plus, auto customers qualify for an average of seven discounts. Quote now at Progressive.com to see if you could save. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates, national average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May 2023. Potential savings will vary. Discounts not available in all states and situations. Hello, hello, and welcome to the new Mindset Who Dis podcast. My name is Case Kenny at Kenny on Instagram. And this is my weekly podcast where I create short, no BS episodes dedicated to helping you be the person you're meant to be, leave your comfort zone, and live a fulfilling and purposeful life. Let's go. Welcome to episode 80. Uh, I think, honestly, this is going to be one of my favorite episodes. Uh, I really do. I was writing the outline to this before and I was really, really amped doing it. Just amped to look back on my life and see how true what I'm going to talk about in this episode has been for me. Uh, I was really amped to do that. And so, in this episode, I'm talking about uh, how ambitious we are, how we set the goals that we set and why as a whole... I think we tend to cluster our ambitions um, into what I call the average middle, the average middle. And about four years ago, I came to realize something that really kind of rocked my world and encouraged me to take a look at the average business goals, the average personal goals that I had set for myself and make them big, like ludicrously, almost laughably big. And I did that. I did it. Uh, And I've been living those goals ever since. And the result has been, honestly, nothing short of incredible. So, very excited to talk about this. Very excited to talk about what I've learned by basically 10xing the vision for pretty much everything in my life. So, very excited about this episode. Real quick, I do have to give a shout out to today's sponsor. It's the Points Guy. Uh, You want to talk about 10xing. The Points Guy definitely defines this if you're not familiar Um, with what Brian Kelly has created. It's basically the Yoda for all things travel and how you can 10x, 100x, 1000x the credit card and rewards points that are basically just sitting there waiting for you to take advantage of. Brian's created really an incredible resource to help you travel the world, stay wherever you want, travel however you want and not break the bank. 
Uh, and it really is crazy. I've learned from him what you can do when you're smart about the credit cards you use, the rewards programs you're part of, and just being smart in that domain. And Brian has broken this all down for you. So, you could you know, fly first class to Japan or do a weekend in LA. Um, and they're sponsoring today's podcast. So, thank you to the Points Guy. And again, they're not selling you anything. They're just promoting their newsletter, which is filled with awesome stuff. I definitely recommend you check it out. So, you can go to thepointsguy.com forward slash mindset to learn how you can travel more, experience more of what the world has to offer, all while being super smart about how much you spend and how you spend. So, I really love what they've created. So, definitely check it out, thepointsguy.com forward slash mindset, sign up for their free newsletter. So, thanks again to The Points Guy for sponsoring today's episode. Getting into it, uh, I'll start with a question. Um, And I'm assuming that if you listen to this podcast, that you're you're probably somewhat like me, right? Maybe in your 20s or 30s, maybe younger, maybe a bit older, doesn't really matter, I suppose. But you're hungry. You know, you want to be better. You want to do more. You want to experience more. You don't want to settle. You know, maybe you're also like me and you live life with the real intention to have as little regret as humanly possible. Maybe you're like me and that you don't want to look back, back and, you know, regret not doing something. You might regret some of the stupid things you did, of course, or said. That's life. You know, but you're living and experiencing as much as you can now so that you won't look back and regret not doing things, not going after that thing or that person, whatever, that kind of regret. Does that sound like you? I think so, probably a bit, right? So, with that said, my question to you is the following. Uh, I guess actually it's a, two, it's a two-part question. The first is, you know, are you afraid that you won't reach your potential and that you'll end up settling in life as a result? It's the first question. So, think about that. And then ask yourself, when... And I say when because I think it's already happened. When did you stop dreaming big? Like big, big. Like big when you were a kid, big. And that's what I want to talk about in this episode. Why did we all stop dreaming big and what can we do about it? And I have some really uh, specific thoughts on this that are practical and I think that's important. But before I start, you know, someone messaged me on Instagram the other day. I was like, hey, Case, I, I, I found... Uh, the podcast after having been subscribed to Pursuit for a while, I didn't realize that you were a motivational speaker, a motivational speaker. And I saw that and I laughed a little bit because I am not a motivational speaker, not in the slightest. Um, and I mean, zero disrespect towards motivational speakers. I have a couple friends who are full-time speakers and they might refer to themselves by that title. And I think they do amazing work, really impactful work, but that's that's not me at all. You know, I say it all the time, but I'm just a dude. Uh, you know, I'm just a dude doing dude stuff, eating Chipotle, blogging, going to the club and pouring my feelings out on the podcast. You know, I'm not trying to be a motivational speaker or a life coach or anything like that. And when I sat down to start the outline for this podcast, you know, with it all being all about dreaming big, I was like, oh boy, I'm starting to feel a little bit like I'm about to give a motivational speech at a high school graduation or something like that, you know? I feel like I'm about to sit everyone down and give them the usual list of dream big rhetoric, right? You know, don't let your dreams be dreams. Find your passion and chase it. You only have one life to live. Why think small? You have to be true to yourself. The usual stuff. I think that sounds familiar. And again, don't get me wrong because I know I'm going to get some DMs from people being like, Case, you know, why do you hate on coaches and motivational speakers so much? And side note, I love you all. I always welcome feedback. But 
I don't have any bad feelings towards those kinds of people or that kind of talk at all. But personally, for me, that kind of motivation doesn't do anything for me. It's pretty formulaic. It's a dime a dozen online. You can read any self-help blog on dreaming big and going after what sets your soul on fire. It's going to be there. It feels good, I suppose. But I've never responded well to that kind of stuff. And back to my original opening that if you're like me, I have a feeling that you might be the same way. You need something a bit more impactful, more impactful than for me just to sit here and tell you that you need to dream big because uh, you need to dream big, right? Duh. Okay. You know, how is that going to help you other than for you to hear it from someone else for the hundredth time? Now, I think, I think you need to hear it in a little bit of a different way from a dude who isn't just saying something to say it. You know, again, I'm, I'm, I'm just a guy who has noticed some things about dreaming big and living a life with as few regrets as possible. So, this is coming from a guy, again, who loves realistic, pragmatic, no bullshit advice. So, that's what I've got here, I think. You know, just being really practical for why it matters to dream big versus dreaming average. And not because, oh, you owe it to yourself, but because of what I really think here is the reality of dreaming big. That's This is the kind of practical advice I've got for you, practical. So, I'll keep it short. But I'll tell you how this started for me. It started in 2015. I just started Pursuit, the the daily email business that I run. And I was working with all kinds of different authors and bloggers. Pursuit, basically, we had an open contribution system that allowed people um, to write and publish. I had big folks like Gary Vaynerchuk, uh, Mark Manson, James Altucher, you know, guys that I really admired. And I then had the opportunity to work with them. It was, it was really cool. Anyway, I ended up connecting with them, but then I ended up connecting with a guy named Tyler Trevoren. He's an author, a blogger, TED Talk guy, really, really great guy. And I published an article by him in 2015 by the title of Why Big Crazy Dreams Are Easier to Reach Than Small Ordinary Ones. And it was from that article that everything changed for me. I published that and I realized something fundamental from his perspective that has guided me ever since you know, really had a profound impact on me and my life. And it's basically this idea that, you know, everyone struggles for mediocrity, for the middle. And what if instead you tried for something bigger? You know, what would happen if you did that? It's this idea that it's easier to do big things than it is to do small things. It's easier to do really, really big things and really impressive things than it is to succeed at average and just kind of reasonable ones. And there's three real reasons why. The first is there's far less competition for the bigger achievements in life than the the average ones. The second is more people will happily help you do something big than something small and average. And third, it's easier to figure out how to do crazy big things than it is to figure out how to do normal run-of-the-mill average ones. And it was the realization of these truths again, like three, four years ago, that fundamentally changed the way I live and approached the world that I lived in. You know, it's fundamentally changed the way that I set goals, the way that I go after them, Um, personal development goals, like being confident, having more self-esteem, being more persuasive, whatever, as well as certainly my business goals and entrepreneurial goals and creative goals. And I'll talk about this in my life specifically here. But, you know, it started with the realization that by default, Most people in the world are average. You know, it's the way it is. It's not a negative thing. You know, we're average. Average looks, average intelligence, average skills, average opportunities, average 
socioeconomic background average. You know, that's the world for you. There certainly are clusters at either end, but most of us are in the good old average middle, right? And I, I personally, I, I have no problem with that. I think by all definition, I'm a pretty average dude. You know, I always did really, really well in school, but it was because that I tended to work harder than most people. I, you know, I was kind of a big old nerd in that respect. I wasn't particularly smart. You know, I never did amazing in calculus, but I would work and work and work until I did. Like I remember I, when I took the SAT for the first time, I did not do well. <laughs> I'll just leave it at that. Did not do well. But then I hired a tutor and then I, I would study on my own for hours and hours and hours a day, practice hours a day, and then ended up placing in the top 1%. Hey, real quick, this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. And you know, if you're like me, you're always wishing for more time in life, right? Like, I wish I had more time. I wish I had more time to do blank. I wish, I wish, I wish. And as much as practically having a couple more hours in a day would be cool, a bit more time to do what we love instead of jobs and responsibilities, it begs the question, what would we do with that time? Not just wishful, I want more time, but for what? What would I do with that time? What really matters to me? What brings me joy? What enhances my life instead of just filling time and space with? Well, to answer that question, I think therapy can help. Therapy can help you find what matters so you can do more of it. And if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash New Mindset today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash New Mindset. Hey, real quick, this episode is sponsored by Hero Bread. And something I'm into lately, as simple as it sounds, is toast. A nice toasted piece of bread, so simple, maybe some butter, maybe some jam, but just toast. It's the best. But as someone who is making an effort to invest in my health and fitness and diet, the carb fear is real. And the result is I don't get to enjoy a nice piece of toast as often or as guilt-free as I'd like. So I'm definitely grateful for Hero Bread. Their bread options have zero to one grams of net carbs, zero grams sugar, and it's high in fiber. It's got the same soft, fluffy experience you love when enjoying a BLT or a burrito or a burger or toast. And they were kind enough to send me some loaves and I can attest to it being the same experience I crave but now guilt-free. They also sent me some tortillas, which are great. They have bread loaves, buns, biscuits, tortillas, anything to match your bread cravings. So don't give up on being a breadhead. Hero Bread is offering 10% off your order. Go to hero.co and use code newmindset at checkout. That's newmindset at h-e-r-o dot c-o. But by all means, by all definitions, I was average, right? And as a result of this averageness for all of us, I think, and again, not a negative term here, <laughs> it's just a statement of where we stand at the start, you know, as a result of this averageness for most of us, we tend to, as a result, set average goals. We aspire for average things, average aspirations, you know, and that's natural, I suppose, when most of us are this way. We set goals like, oh, you know, I want to make six figures or I want to have a nice house. I want to have a nice car. I want to have a nice family. I want to I want to maybe write a book that is, you know, popular or I, I want to get promoted at work. Average, you know, but when you do that, when you're setting average goals, you're doing what all of your other average homies are also doing. 
you're setting the same average goals in the same average context with the same average ambitions behind them. And therein, I discovered lies the problem or the opportunity as I came to learn that when you're setting the same goal as everyone, you're setting them also against everyone. If you think about it, you're setting yourself up for a lot more competition because again, everyone who is average, which is most people are setting the same goals. And when there's so much competition, it's also a lot more difficult to know what to do within that context. There's just a lot more ambiguity and it can be tough to make the right decision for yourself. So, the question I came to ask myself was, what if I just thought a bit bigger? What if I 10x'd every ambition I had? What if I 10x'd every goal I had set and intended to set from that day on? What would that look like? You know, it was like, you know, six figures. How about eight figures? Nice car. You know, how about the car of my dreams or the house of my dreams? You know, write a popular book. Nah, how about a New York Times bestselling book? Get promoted at work? No, how about get promoted to the C-suite or start my own company and, and take it to IPO? You know, that's what that 10x looks like to me. And I've learned that in practice that it, it really looks amazing. It looks amazing for the simple fact that when you 10x your ambition, you're literally moving yourself into a whole nother league. You're not in the average league anymore. And when you do that, there's a lot less competition because you're not in that clustered middle anymore. It's like a lot less. And I've come to learn that. And I've come to learn that just taking yourself out of the average league, the average middle, and that mindset, it improves your odds of succeeding. It really does. It really, really, really does. And I've learned for the simple reason that when you 10x an ambition, a goal, for some reason, and I'll talk a little bit about it in a bit, I'm not too sure why, but when you do that, things just become more clear to you. You just have an innate sense of what to do. You just know what to direction to go in. And I've never had that kind of clarity before in my life when I was still clustered in that average middle with average goals, average ambitions, just that mindset. You know, there seemed to always be this kind of average haze that would make decision making and vision just a little bit tricky, a little bit ambiguous. But when you 10x, I'm telling you, something just clicks and you have a much stronger sense of direction. And also to, to Tyler's points earlier, when you're in this league, people are more willing to help you and your path to success surprisingly becomes more clear as a result than when you're kind of just putzing around with average goals in that average middle. You know, because when you set those average kind of goals, you realize that not only has everyone else set the same goals, but thousands and thousands of people have come before and tried and done it. And right now there are thousands of people who are trying to do the same. But you can kind of bypass that by 10xing those ambitions. And I came to realize this all in 2015. And since then, honestly, a lot has changed. And I'll give you two examples from my life, one career driven and business and one personal. And then I'll leave you with some advice that I, I think is practical and can help you. But on the career side, again, I've said it before, just as a side note, but career is not all about money. It's not. I've learned that. But I, I'm a pretty realistic guy, which I've said before, and I've always wanted to make more money. It's just the way I am. But I've also wanted to be more impactful, have more responsibilities, do more, be recognized for more. And I've learned that they all, they definitely all go together in a sense. And this 10x idea found me when I was a couple years into my career in Chicago working and making, um, it was like 50 grand a year or so. And that job, that career path called path 
wasn't what I had really imagined for myself financially, uh, as, as well as just with the application of my skill sets and my passions. You know, simply put, for me, it was pretty average. And it aligned with what I think would be pretty average aspirations. Again, not a negative term here. So, please don't think I'm saying that you're an average person if you want what I'm describing here. It's not what I'm saying. You know, but I had a nice paying nine to five, fun experience, working with great people, making solid money, you know, but everyone wanted this. You know, there was so much competition, so much ambiguity in this realm that, you know, to elevate myself there would have been a 20-year grind. And I didn't want that. I wanted to bypass that. I wanted to see what I was made of. And that's how I ended ended up working in ad tech sales, actually. That was the result of my 10x mindset. I removed myself from my old average middle, worked my ass off, frankly, to find a way to make it to the bigger arena. And it wasn't easy. You know, it was hard to break into. It was hard to prove myself. But the path there was clear. I knew exactly what I had to do. I knew who I had to meet to get the opportunity. I knew I, who I had to persuade to close deals and whatnot. And I haven't looked back, honestly. But again, my, my thought process was pretty simple. You know, I didn't want to make 50 grand a year. I wanted to make 500 grand a year. I didn't want to work on one client at an ad agency while chained to my desk, you know, for eight hours a day. I wanted to work on, on dozens of clients and come and go as I pleased. I didn't want to be told that I deserved the promotion based on some mysterious, intangible checklist. I wanted to say, here's everything I've done. Here's all the new clients I've closed. It speaks for themselves. Now promote me. You know, that was the 10x mindset. And you know what? It, it worked. It really, really worked. It's what led me to sales, an arena where I'd been able to really 10x different aspects of my professional development. And thinking about it, it worked for me because most people don't do that. For one, it's it's pretty uncomfortable, admittedly. It's a really a vulnerable position to put yourself in. I get that. It's not for everyone. But it, it does and it did exactly what I've been describing here. I removed myself from that average middle, you know, where there now there's there's less competition. And the route from there to my goals became clear. And I met some incredible people along the way who were eager to help. These were people who had also 10X'd how they thought, and they also clustered near the top. You know, that, that was my career, right? And the same idea also applies to pursuit, my businesses on a more entrepreneurial note. You know, the abbreviated version of the story here, but with pursuit, again, the daily email business that I run. When I first started it, I had average aspirations for it. I wanted it, I, you know, I wanted to blog. I wanted to be an influencer. I wanted to make, you know, some money through it, whatever. It was average, average, average by the very definition of the word. But about two years ago from, you know, 2019, I 10x'd that vision. I wanted Pursuit and I want Pursuit to be the biggest and most impactful daily email. I want it to be an eight-figure business. I want to have massive positive influence there. That was the 10x moment. And it's working, really, frankly. And it's working because I'm not competing with every blog out there anymore. I set myself apart and with a huge goal of hitting 1 million daily subscribers this year, the path is super clear to me. I know exactly what it's going to take, what I need to do to do all those things. You know, and I've been humbled by the response just by putting this out into the universe and, you know, publishing a little bit of my thoughts on it. It's been been crazy. People have reached out to me, big name people who I never thought I'd have the opportunity to work with, people who want to help and advise, people who want to be part of something big. And that's what I envision for pursuit. And it's and it's working in my mind because I 10x that vision. I bypassed 
average goals and average problems that came with it previously. And granted, now I have a whole new series of obstacles and challenges, but I can see the path to where I want to be. And to me, it's it's much more achievable than what I used to envision. You know, so those those are two quick business career examples. And I think regardless of whether you're a nine to fiver or an entrepreneur, an artist or creator or something, I think you could probably relate to that, right? Um, but on the on the personal front, this idea still applies as well. Uh, this isn't a business podcast, you know. This 10x idea is what led me to this flip flopping of personal mindsets that I've described before. The 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 flip flopping from when I used to walk into a room and hope that everyone liked me to that of wondering if I will like them. That's been the switch because you know I've always wanted to be my best personal self. Who doesn't want that? But it was always small, average goals of improvement. You know, I want to be more confident, okay? I want to have more self-esteem. I want to be, you know, more well-spoken. I want to be in better shape. I want to be more creative, whatever. Small, average, clustered goals. But I flip-flop those. You know, I want to be the most persuasive, the most confident, the most self-assured person in the room. And again, it's not from a place of ego or comparison. It came from a place of realization that I want to separate myself from that average middle. And it's working. Again, though, to be clear, I'm saying this out loud, but you know, I'm not trying to win some confidence contest. I'm not trying to be the best at confidence. Uh, it's like if you watch the show Eastbound and Down, Kenny Powers is like running, cycling. What? He's like, I play real sports. I'm not trying to be the best at exercising, <laughs> right? You know, it's not like that. It's more that it's, I want to be the best at life for myself, the best for myself so that I can look back with no regrets so that I could be proud of myself by holding myself to a high standard. That's really what it is, you know, so that I can walk into any room, into any uncomfortable, unfamiliar scenario and be self-assured and confident there, you know, that I can look back and know that I always challenged myself and wouldn't settle for average gains or average accomplishments, you know, that on a personal level, if I wanted to be more confident, I didn't just want to be a little bit more confident. I wanted to be a lot more confident or much more persuasive or way more creative or much a much better writer or whatever. And that's the mindset that I still have an effect that guides me every day. And I, again, I'm not saying I'm any of those things. If you listen to the pod, you know that I'm working on pretty much all those things just right alongside of you. But that 10x mindset has been pushing me over the past years. And that's led me to, you know, really notice how much I've, I've improved and at what a much more rapid pace it's been than when I used to kind of couple myself in the middle. It's brought amazing experiences into my life, amazing people into my life. So, it all kind of holds true from a personal perspective as well. Again, because when I 10x my personal development goals, the path to me, it just it's clearer. I know when and where I need to challenge myself. I know when and where I need to maybe speak up or do that thing, or go up to that person, or send that email, or make that call, do that extra thing, whatever. You know, the path is just more clear to me. And you might just be like, ah, that sounds a little vague case. But trust me, I don't really know how to explain it. But things just become more clear. It's like some filter has been dropped. It's really incredible that that average haze is just dropped. Things are more clear, right? So, I'll leave you with this, that you know, whatever it is you're going after in life right now, whether it's a personal goal or a career goal or something entrepreneurial or creative or art or music or something like that, why don't you 10x it? Why don't you step back and make it bigger, like a lot bigger, bigger than you ever imagined 
like almost laughably big. And I would say, why not? You know, do you want to compete with everyone else? Do you want to accomplish the same things as everyone else? Do you want to be the same person as everyone else? Do you want to have the same regrets maybe as everyone else? I don't think you do. I don't. So, I, I, I'd encourage you, what, what's, what would happen if you 10x that? See what happens. Think about whatever goal you have for yourself. What would it look like if you looked all the way to the right? The most extreme, biggest, largest version of that goal. What would it look like? Hold that in your head and consider updating your goal to be in line with that. So, that's it. I'll leave it right there. Went a little bit longer today, but I hope you found this valuable. I'd love to know what you think. Follow me on Instagram at case.kenny. DM me. Let me know. Love chatting with you. So until next episode, I'm out. up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. In a fast-paced world, every day brings new challenges and new opportunities. At Strayer University, we know a thing or two about getting and staying ahead of change. For over 130 years, we've been providing students like you with innovative tools and customized support. So you can find your way forward and always keep striving. Visit Strayer.edu to learn more. Strayer University is certified to operate in Virginia by CHEV and has many campuses, including at 2121 15th Street North in Arlington, Virginia.